Act Three, Scene Three, of Othello, Iago, by William Shakespeare, Part One. Read for LibriVox.org by John Burlinson as Othello, Tony Addison as Iago. Excellent wretch. Perdition catch my soul, but I do love thee, and when I love thee not, chaos is come again. My noble lord. What dost thou say, Iago? Did my poor Cassio, when you wooed my lady, know of your love? He did, from first to last. Why dost thou ask? But for a satisfaction of my thought, no further harm. Why of thy thought, Iago? I did not think he had been acquainted with her. Oh, yes, and went between us very oft. Indeed. Indeed? Ay, indeed. Discernst thou aught in that? See, is he not honest? Honest, my lord? Honest? Ay, honest. My lord, for aught I know. What dost thou think? Think, my lord? Think, my lord? By heaven, he echoes me, as if there were some monster in his thought too hideous to be shown. Thou dost mean something. I heard thee say even now, thou likest not that, when Cassio left my wife. What didst not like? And when I told thee he was of my counsel in my whole course of wooing, thou criedst, Indeed? And didst contract and purse thy brow together, as if thou then hadst shut up in thy brain some horrible conceit. If thou dost love me, show me thy thought. My lord, you know I love you. I think thou dost, and for I know thou'rt full of love and honesty, and waste thy words before thou givest them breath. Therefore these stops of thine fright me the more, for such things in a false disloyal knave are tricks of custom, but in a man that's just they're close dilations working from the heart that passion cannot rule for michael cassio i dare be sworn i think that he is honest i think so too men should be what they seem or those that be not would they might seem none certain men should be what they seem why then i think Cassio's an honest man. Nay, yet there's more in this. I prithee, speak to me as to thy thinkings, as thou dost ruminate, and give thy worst of thoughts the worst of words. Good, my lord, pardon me. Though I am bound to every act of duty, I am not bound to that all slaves are free to utter my thoughts 
Why say they are vile and false? As where's that palace, whereunto foul things sometimes intrude not? Who has a breast so pure, but some uncleanly apprehensions keep leets and law-days, and in sessions sit with meditations lawful? Thou dost conspire against thy friend Iago, if thou but think'st him wronged and mak'st his ear a stranger to thy thoughts. I do beseech you, though I perchance am vicious in my guess, as I confess it is my nature's plague to spy into abuses, and oft my jealousy shapes faults that are not that your wisdom yet from one that so imperfectly conceits would take no notice nor build yourself a trouble out of his scattering and unsure observance it were not for your quiet nor your good nor for my manhood, honesty, or wisdom, to let you know my thoughts. What dost thou mean? Good name in man and woman, dear my lord, is the immediate jewel of their souls. Who steals my purse steals trash, tis something, nothing, twas mine, tis his, and has been slave to thousands but he that filches from me my good name robs me of that which not enriches him and makes me poor indeed by heaven i'll know thy thoughts you cannot if my heart were in your hand nor shall not whilst is in my custody ha oh beware my lord of jealousy it is the green-eyed monster which doth mock the meat it feeds on that cuckold lives in bliss who certain of his fate loves not his wronger but oh what damned minutes tells he o'er who dotes yet doubts suspects yet strongly loves oh misery poor and content is rich and rich enough but riches fineless is as poor as winter to him that ever fears he shall be poor good heaven the souls of all my tribe defend from jealousy why why is this thinkst thou i'd make a life of jealousy to follow still the changes of the moon with fresh suspicions no to be once in doubt is once to be resolved. Exchange me for a goat when I shall turn the business of my soul to such exsufflicate and blown surmises, matching thy inference. Tis not to make me jealous to say my wife is fair, feeds well, loves company, is free of speech, sings, plays, and dances well where virtue is these are more virtuous 
nor from mine own weak merits will i draw the smallest fear doubt of her revolt for she had eyes chose me no iago i'll see before i doubt when i doubt prove and on the proof there is no more but this away at once with love or jealousy i'm glad of it for now i shall have reason to show the love and duty that i bear you with frankest spirit therefore as i am bound receive it from me i speak not yet of proof look to your wife observe her well with cassio weigh your eye thus not jealous nor secure i would not have your free and noble nature out of self-bounty be abused look to it i know our country disposition well in venice they do let heaven see the pranks they dare not show their husbands their best conscience is not to leave it undone but keep it unknown dost thou say so she did deceive her father marrying you and when she seemed to shake and fear your looks she loved them most and so she did why go to then she that so young could give out such a seeming to seal her father's eyes up close as oak he thought twas witchcraft but i am much to blame i humbly do beseech you of your pardon for too much loving you i am bound to thee for ever i see this hath a little dashed your spirits not a jot not a jot if faith i fear it has i hope you will consider what is spoke comes from my love but i do see your mood i am to pray you not to strain my speech to grosser issues nor to larger reach than to suspicion i will not should you do so my lord my speech should fall into such vile success which my thoughts aim not at cassio's my worthy friend my lord i see you're moved no not much moved i do not think but desdemona's honest long live she so and long live you to think so and yet how nature erring from itself ay there's the point as to be bold with you not to affect many proposed matches of her own clime complexion and degree whereto we see in all things nature tends for one may smell in such a will most rank foul disproportion thoughts unnatural but pardon me i do not in position distinctly speak of her though i may fear her will recoiling to her better judgment may fall to match you with her country forms and happily repent farewell farewell if more thou dost perceive let me know more set on thy wife to observe leave me iago my lord i take my leave why did i marry 
this honest creature doubtless sees and knows more much more than he unfolds my lord i would i might entreat your honour to scan this thing no further leave it to time though it be fit that cassio have his place for sure he fills it up with great ability yet if you please to hold him off a while you shall by that perceive him and his means note if your lady strain his entertainment with any strong or vehement importunity much will be seen in that in the meantime let me be thought too busy in my fears as worthy cause i have to fear i am and hold her free i do beseech your honour fear not my government i once more take my leave this fellow's of exceeding honesty and knows all qualities with a learned spirit of human dealings if i do prove her haggard though that her jesses were my dear heart-strings i'd whistle her off and let her down the wind to pray at fortune haply for i am black and have not those soft parts of conversation that chamberers have or for i am declined into the vale of years yet that's not much she's gone i am abused and my relief must be to loathe her oh curse of marriage that we can call these delicate creatures ours and not their appetites i had rather be a toad and live upon the vapour of a dungeon than keep a corner in the thing i love for others uses yet tis the plague of great ones prerogative are they less than the base tis destiny unshunnable a death end of othello iago at three scene three part one this recording is in the public domain